0: Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson. And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the City of Roses, City of Bridges, Stumptown PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co host, Eric the Encyclopedia Foster.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Busted Bucket Podcast proudly brings to you its podcast champions of the world. That was heavy. Busted Bucket. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're supposed to hop in now and say, if you don't, if you're not down with the Busted Bucket Podcast. I got two words for you, <laughs> and then you would say something like, "You got, a, you got funny, a honey, like." This, man. Pot it! Oh! Yeah, I should have.
0: <laughs> you gotta prep me. I, I was trying something new.
1: I wasn't ready I'm for really that. I'm really bad at this intro shit. Rose got that shit down pat.
0: I like it. I like what you say. I like what you do. I like what everybody does. It's different. It brings different flavor. Different energy, you know? There's
1: only two of us tonight.
0: There is. We're the tag team champs tonight. All right, man.
1: Who's your favorite tag team champ? I mean, I know you weren't really into wrestling, but uh... if you could...
0: Well, um... You know, for me, I was a big fan of um, Debo and uh, Delo. Delo Brown. Delo. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Delo. I said Debo, didn't
1: I? <laughs> and Mark Henry.
0: Yeah. 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 I like that tag Sexual.
1: Sexual chocolate.
0: <laughs> I was yeah, a fan of good. that, and you know, I was a fan of. Uh, you're gonna have to remind me of of their name, but it was uh, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man.
1: Oh, the powers of destruction? The
0: powers of destruction. Is that
1: right? That might be wrong. No, I don't think so.
0: That seems a little different. It's, it kind of sounded right, which is why I got all excited about it.
1: Power of destruction.
0: Are you right? I don't know. Could be. You're going to have to look that up and fact check me. Where's our fact checker when we need one? See, we're already failing as a tag team. Unbelievable. All right, man. Yeah, While you're looking that up. I'm just going to drop a little bit here. The Blazers. Well, it wasn't the Blazers. Make sure you so cut that out. We don't want
1: to lo- look we don't know anything about wrestling. <laughs>
0: Honestly, man, I don't care. <laughs> look, uh, there was supposedly a leaked picture of a Jersey. The Blazers new alternate Jersey, including this. Now this Jersey includes the airport carpet the pdx carpet how like what do you feel about that because i thought the pdx carpet had run its course like that whole that whole thing was was done and apparently the blazers are just rehashing that whole situation what do you think about that
1: my biggest thing is that that pdx carpet has been completely played out over the last Ten years. It's like if if I were choosing some uniforms for the Blazers, and I wanted something that really represented Rip City, at this point I wouldn't be choosing that. I mean, maybe I'd be choosing some different uh, like heritage uniforms. Like it right. looks like every other team gets to bring back their old like like a yeah. Nike rendition of their retro no. uniform, but Portland keeps getting shit on, and we keep getting. But like, let's
0: talk about that because I feel like they did do that already. Right. They they brought back a variation of the 77 uniforms, those red ones.
1: That is not the one. OK, be honest, Tim. Like that's of all of the old uniforms. You don't want to see 90, 91 over that or 91, 92, like the two finals years. You would rather see those over the. You know what? To,
0: now I'm being completely transparent. The 77 jerseys are my favorite jerseys.
1: Oh, man.
0: I, nah, I love dude. the vertical lettering. I Dude, it's, it's it's so unique and just weird.
1: I like it. I, 71 to ni- – or 78 to 91, like the, the, the lower case. Yeah. Str- you know, pinwheel on its axis, like the two axis, like that's the way to go.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a fan of those too, but I think for me, the 77 jerseys really do it for me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So so what is your your favorite alternate jersey?
1: Alternate jersey?
0: Yeah. And I feel uh, like I feel like this hasn't
1: really come about you know
0: until like what like 15 years ago or so?
1: You know which ones were really, really dope? So I wasn't a big fan, so you know we had like the ninety-two through two thousand and one. Is two thousand one or two thousand two? Two thousand two so we went like ten years with the uh, the finals uniform, right? And then we got like the Brandon Roy Blazer jersey that kind of had the silver and kind of mm-hmm. the more pointed. And I was never like a huge fan of. In fact, yeah, I think B- Ro- uh, Dame started with those two right before they went to the Nike mm-hmm. ones. Yep. So that ran between Roy and Miller. I liked the red version, the alternate version of that uniform a lot. I didn't necessarily the white and the black, the actual home and away were not my favorite, but that red one on Roy looked <laughs> slick. I mean, looks slick.
0: That kind of spoke to you, huh? You, yeah, I, you I like know, that I one. I liked those. I I did like those. Um, you are you saying you like those over the the mixtape?
1: Yeah, I didn't like that. I mean, I know we gave away a jersey of that mixtape, but I, that wasn't my favorite because it didn't really it like integrated two styles instead of one. Like I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean i know it it meant its designed purpose right
0: yeah i get it what about the uh what about the rip city jerseys
1: uh i really didn't like those i like the sleeved ones better than the rip city what
0: ones. what I think the sleeve,
1: yeah i'm one of those guys i thought the sleeve look was tight oh man but you gotta remember i play in long sleeves all the time i can't play in a t-shirt I play in long well, sleeves. Then, well, then you
0: would have hated indoors,
1: You would have hated the sleeve jerseys. No, I'm just saying it's to me that's better than a jersey.
0: Okay. All right. I mean, but that, but I mean, that's a little different. I mean, that's an undershirt
1: that you're not wearing. better than those red ones, man. <laughs> you know what? For me, oh, the red ones are fire.
0: For me, my favorite were the the Rip City jerseys. I was a big fan of those, um, and pretty much any red alternate jersey is I'm a big fan of speaking of those sleeved jerseys and the alternate possible alternate pdx carpet jersey what is your least favorite like what is the absolute worst alternate jersey the blazers have ever had
1: oh man it's got to be uh it's got to be those black joints that had the pdx carpet pattern on it but it wasn't the color either either that or the plaid ones the plaid oh dude those
0: plaid ones were fire! i was a big fan of those plaid ones
1: those plaid ones were terrible yeah
0: you know i i so i was gonna say that those sleeve jerseys may be the worst but honestly i gotta say the san antonio spurs version of the blazer jerseys have to be the worst
1: Oh, those gray just the grayscale. Come on, like
0: we are not the Spurs. We we got more flavor than that.
1: But in all fairness, I'm old school too, man. I like like two jerseys and one alternate. Like I'm not a big fan of having like. Nike took the entire NBA and turned them into the Oregon Ducks. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just hey
0: hey man. If Phil Knight buys the team, it may get worse. (laughs) You may have to get used to it. 82 different uniform combinations. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. Exactly. Now, since we're still talking about the Blazers here, there's there was an interesting article that came up about... Well, I don't even know if it was an article. To be honest, our, our co-host, Gary, who is not here tonight, sent a screenshot of a, an SB Nation article about Jeremy Grant... Being the biggest steal of all time, which I found kind of interesting because on one hand, you have a lot of people saying that Jeremy Grant's not going to be amazing, right? And, you know, you have a lot of people saying that it's really easy to look really good on a really bad team. Yeah. What do you think about Jeremy Grant being a steal?
1: I don't know if he's a steal. I think that he's probably better than advertised. I'm a big believer that the eye test matters. And Jeremy Grant, like to me, knows how to play basketball when I watch him and he put up, he put up good numbers on a bad team, but at the same time, those numbers still got put up against an NBA defense. Right. You know? So, uh, a good example would be something that i wish we would have brought up a long time or last week when we messed up the pod and no that was this week audio no or this week (laughs) but so that year that gary was talking about Pitt being all team defense second team all team defense so 99 2000 that same year he was pissed off if you go back and research it he was upset that michael finley at the time was playing on a bad team and he was the best player on the dallas mavericks and this is the year before they started taking the jump to be a better basketball club that eventually would turn into champions pip was in line for finley's all-star spot
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and he didn't get it and he kind of took a shot at fin and was like you know you can be a it's easy to put up, same thing, like it's easy to put up bad numbers or good numbers on a bad team. Well, like you go back and you look how Michael Finley's career continued to develop and it was like, Yeah, he put up great numbers on great teams and eventually went on to, you know, win championships.
0: Right. So So, so are you saying that maybe people are sleeping on Jeremy Grant? Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know if he's a a steal, but I'm saying he's better than what people are giving him credit for. You know, you hear you hear questions about his rebounding. Well, let's see what happens when he focuses on rebounding. You know, Mm -hmm. you talk about, well, he puts up these numbers against a bet or on a on a bad team. Well, let's see what happens before we start rushing to judgment, because I think that you'll probably be pleasantly surprised that he can one rebound rebound two, run the floor and three you know put up similar numbers to what he put up in Detroit and realistically he hasn't been on a good team like this before where he was in this position he played in Oklahoma City where he was a role player he played in Philly before that was a role player he got to Denver thought he was going to be a starter ended up coming off the bench mm-hmm. you know he's never been the second guy now he finally gets to be the second guy so
0: is he the second re-
1: though he probably is the second a you know I bet you There's a, it's a mix because there's only so many shots to go around in the backcourt between Dave and, and, you know, so, you know, you can call them one and one A and him as the second option. You know what I mean? Like,
0: okay. I just,
1: I think people are going to be surprised. Jeremy Grant, maybe not a steal, but definitely better than advertised.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Cause it caught me by surprise because I I'm with you. I think he's going to be better than what a lot of people are thinking he's going to be. You know you see these reports out there saying that you know Jeremy Grant was really good on on Detroit but it's still Detroit but also there have been many times where sometimes guys just need to find the right system and I've said I know I've said that a bunch of times but it could be that this is the right system for Jeremy Grant and he's got the right pieces around him to, to help his game flourish and you know I I got to say, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen this season. Now, with that being said, I don't know if I can say he's the greatest steal of all time, but like you said, I, I think he is going to be really good. And we did get him for really cheap.
1: Well, he is going to sign this massive extension. So that'll eat up some of that. Sure. but And, and deservingly so. He's gonna again, I kinda go back to I've said this before and I go back to it often. There are people that do this NBA thing that are way smarter than me. In fact, they're way smarter than the two hundred thousand guys who are sitting around shooting the shit about the trailblazers combined. (laughs) And they do it for a living, right? And Somebody said Jeremy Grant was worth a big contract. Somebody said he was worth building around to be the number one guy. He was worth being on an Olympic team. You know, he was good enough to be one of the top 12 players to go to the Olympics and represent the United States and win a gold medal, you know. So if it's good enough for them at the end of the day, it's got to be good enough for me.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I agree with you. I think that is well put and well stated. Now, on to some other news. And we've we talked about it, I believe, on our, our last published episode. I say that because we had we had like an hour and a half episode, for those of you listening out there. We had like an hour and a half episode that was fire. It, it was, was so cooking. good. And unfortunately, somebody who shall not be named, their computer died and lost all the audio. So, unfortunately, we could not bring that to you
1: right and just so we're not naming people tim also at every other episode ever records the zoom and this was the one time he decided not to (laughs) do it
0: it was it was the one time you know what we just weren't we just weren't supposed to publish that episode it was it was it was a sign man just like tenacious d's tribute right you'll never know what the greatest and most awesome song in the world was you will only know tribute Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And that's that's about all I have to say about that. <laughs> but the, the episode before that, we talked about Bill Russell. Now, the NBA came out and said they are now retiring number six across the board all across the league every team is retiring number six how do you feel about that eric how do you feel about the blazers retiring number six
1: go for it i mean at the i think that people will say that it's crazy and you're not going to do that for the best player ever like jordan which is fine because jordan is the greatest player ever but he might not be the most impactful i mean there's a strong argument that bill russell is the most impactful player in the history of the game as far as playing social status uh era that in which he played accomplishments etc I mean, you can activism. go through yeah you can go through the list and he was i mean and he was bill russell until the day that he died you know he wasn't like his impacts has spanned generations and not just like oh man, look at him play. It's like, okay, look at the way he he became a, a social, a civil rights activist. Look at the way that he stayed in the national spotlight and highlighted all of the things socially that we could improve upon and put his time and effort into doing so. So, you know, you want to retire number six, that's go for it. Just make that, make this little shamrock thing. I don't want to see the Celtics logo on every court for more than this season. <laughs> I'll do it this year like we could do it this year that was my next
0: question for you how do you feel about the shamrock being on there
1: yeah I mean that's Bill Russell is synonymous with the Boston Celtics so if you're going to honor him honor him or something like that how do you you think
0: how do you think the Lakers are going to take that well really Lakers fans
1: guess what fuck Lakers fans (laughs) (laughs) okay how about, how about, about
0: that? how about New York New York fans.
1: Uh more I mean not really New York. I think New York's got a lot of respect for the Celtics. I would say probably Philadelphia Philly. would be yeah. when we have Philly's one where they're not going to want a shamrock, but again, Philly fans can eat dick. Man. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're some of the biggest pricks on the planet.
0: Dang, man. Way to alienate an entire fan base. <laughs>
1: hey, I'm just saying like Philly's bad, man. <laughs> Philly's bad. Well, okay. And so, I don't care about Los Angeles. So I don't let any Laker fan come at me. I don't care. <laughs> I could care less. So, so
0: let me ask you this then. If they're going to retire number six, okay, all across the board, how would you feel, being a Blazer fan, how would you feel if Bill Russell's number was actually
1: number seven? Well, an unpopular opinion is of mine is that Brandon Roy's number shouldn't be retired. Okay. So it wouldn't do anything for me. There's a large population of Blazer fans who believe that it should be retired. And I'm not saying they're necessarily off base, but I'm going to say that they're wrong because Roy never got us out. Of, I mean, Roy was great. And Roy was on his way to taking this franchise to a completely different level with the team that they had surrounding him before his knee went out for the final time sure but he never got there we never got there we got to see the great player but we never got to see the great accomplishment Mm -hmm. right so again the last episode this week that got uh botched by me hey i wasn't gonna
0: name names man (laughs) it was
1: me yeah i did it (laughs) We were talking about other players who have their numbers retired. And I said, those guys, I said, you know, some of those guys up there are only up there because they won. Like if they hadn't won the championship, their number would never be in the rafters. Right. You know, so that was a singular impact on their part. And I think we have too many numbers already who are, are not deserving.
0: Are you talking about in Portland or in the NBA in general?
1: In Portland specifically, Portland has way too many numbers retired. Like Lucas. uh, Whoa,
0: hold on. You saying Mo doesn't deserve to be up there? No, these are the,
1: here's the guys that need to be up there. Okay, Mo needs to be up there. Walt needs to be up there. Drexler needs to be up there. Porter needs to be up there. Other than that, I'm like, I don't know. Jerome might be, you know, like Jerome might be the guy that I put up there. Uh, okay. You know, maybe, maybe Lionel Hollins. You know what I mean? But. There's some connection there, so I want to be careful. But you go look <laughs> at Larry Steele's numbers, yeah. Like that's not retirement worthy. You go look at Bobby Gross's numbers, not necessarily re- retired jersey worthy. Well,
0: I mean, I don't think that people. I don't think players get their numbers retired solely on their their impact. So though, too so then. So there impact, you go, right? Exactly. Like you, Roy, think Like Bobby Gross. Roy back never in got a the, first... the heart of that championship team.
1: But, at but the we same never time, got in the first round with Roy. But, true.
0: But at the same time, well, you're just talking about guys that maybe don't need to have their numbers retired or, or hung in our rafters, right? But, you know, Bobby Gross, argue- Bobby Gross is largely agreed upon by a lot of people, a lot of professionals, that he was the heart and soul of that team.
1: That's And that's okay. That doesn't necessarily make it true that he should be hanging in the rafters.
0: Do you think at the end of the day when when – the Warriors move on from their their current core. Do you think Draymond Green's going to get his his number up there?
1: Uh, I think they will probably because he's the type of player, unfortunately, that has made a large enough imprint of himself in people's minds that he's loud and obnoxious enough mm-hmm. that if they don't put him in, it'll be a big deal. Yeah. I, I don't think he's Hall of Fame worthy.
0: Really? No. Okay. I mean, I, I'm with that. I, I asked that because, you know, when you're talking about the heart and soul of teams, like, he's definitely the heart I'm, and soul of the that team. That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: yeah, definitely the heart and soul, but he. <laughs> So here's a good metric, right? Uh, people who maybe look at numbers would agree with me. Maybe They wouldn't. I don't know because I'm not a big numbers analyst, mm-hmm. but I am an eye test guy. You take Draymond Green and you put him with Klay Thompson and you put him with Stephen Curry mm-hmm. and he wins championships. When those guys are hurt and he all of a sudden has to be, he sh- and he should be the best player on the team mm-hmm. by default, right? If he's the third best player, on the championship team behind Steph and Clay, mm-hmm. and, and fourth best player behind those three or those two and KD, wherever you put in, probably KD, Steph, Clay, then Dre, right? Those guys go away. Even on a bad team, right? We should see some, Ger- some Jeremy Grant type numbers. He should be the best player on the on the worst team. Should be. Was he the was he the best player on the team that he played with without Steph Curry and Klay Thompson? No. No. <laughs> He's a he's the he's the definition of a guy who benefited from playing with other guys the the Steve Nash effect, if you will. Sure, I I don't think you're wrong. I don't. Well, don't put him in the Hall of Fame. He's really good with those guys. Mm-hmm. He'd be really good with somebody else, but he's not the Hall of Fame. He's a complimentary a player. Number. Yeah, I mean, and it, but they'll retire his number because he won what multiple he's championships, right? Four championships there now. So right. yeah, there you go.
0: So, so, going back to, to the NBA retiring number six, we have a Blazer making history right now because of it. Keon Johnson will be the very last player for the Blazers to wear the number six. Does that mean anything to you?
1: The only Blazer that I can remember wearing number six that mattered to me... Bonzi. <laughs> Yeah. Who? who I, I remind me. I should know. Who else is Ward number six after Wells? Uh
0: This is all you, Encyclopedia. Consider this uh, a test. Shoot, this not I don't choice. know, man. This is filled blank.
1: That's a. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think. I think that the. The lesson to take away from this is that. Shabazz Napier? Was Baz number six?
1: Yeah, he wore six. Okay. Anybody else after that?
0: Here's what I'm going to say. The takeaway here is that the number six does not matter one iota for the Blazers organization. And so them retiring the number six and putting Bill Russell up in the rafters, I don't care.
1: i I, I actually think lebron give up his number take the numbers off just take them away can't be somebody else (laughs) gotta be somebody else lebron's like wearing like number 47 because that's all that's left for the lakers
0: (laughs) i know what are the lakers gonna do when they run out of numbers we're gonna get in the triple digits they're gonna have players with all triple digits it's gonna be insane it's gonna be amazing that's right well hey man this is essentially a makeup pod because we we botched the last one. Sorry to our it. listeners I out there. I botched it. Our apologies to the listeners out there. Next week we will come with come at you with something hot and fierce, something great. We do have some great things in the works, so keep your eye out. We just finished a network-wide uh, jersey giveaway contest and look guys, I don't think we won. We gave it a solid effort, but I, hey, you can't win them all. This is the first one we lost. It's all right. We'll be back again. We actually have something in the works coming soon. So keep your eyes peeled for for our next giveaway. It'll be coming at you soon. But, Eric, shout out to you, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at BustedBucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.